Here we go. <laughs> I don't know what I you, did. You did whatever you did. It's horrible. Apparently, Brian has been back. He went off and had a whole uh, weekend resort weekend with Will Shorts without me. Now he's back and he's irritated with me. Yes, I'm irritated. I don't know what I you. did. You did everything. I sat here all weekend not playing around with Will Shorts. <laughs> <laughs> not doing anything. Ugh. All right. But I'm tired. You are tired. That's what I am. I'm tired. And you irritate me. You just hit, you just hit the table. I... <laughs> <laughs> That's me hitting the table and my mic. Okay. I'm in a bad mood. You are. For... My, my wife is going on vacation tomorrow without me. Oh, so, oh, so, the, oh, oh, My oh, wife okay. is leaving tomorrow oh, to go on a okay. vacation to Mexico without me. So you're taking it out on me. That's right. Well, thank you. I wish you could have told me that when I walked in no, here. No, never. No. <laughs> you had to, we had to go My wife the... and her two sisters are taking a sister vacation together. They've never done this before. Well, I don't know so why. they're going to Mexico for a week. And what do I have to do? I have to be here, not in Mexico. I have to be working. I have to be. I have to deal with you today. Well, that would happen whether or not you were. No, Let's uh, open up the. Oh uh, yes. Viewer mail. Opening it up. Our first viewer mail comes to us from Jonah Kagan. Jonah Kagan. Just last week we talked about how Jonah never writes to us anymore, and then it's two he weeks in a row. Us. Look at that. Is that two weeks in a row that he writes to us? No, well, we talked about him last week. We've talked about him for a couple of weeks, and we say an anagram of his name every week. We do. Uh, Jonah says, "Hey guys, I know it's been a while since I've written in. I left for college and have barely had time for anything since I got here. Then Vic came to visit and later let me know that you guys missed me." I miss you too. I haven't had time to listen to the podcast since I got here. It's sad. In the past week, I've been trying to catch up. I'm honored to be somewhat immortalized, albeit anagrammed, in the theme music Jag on a Hank. Maybe this year I will even make it out to the ACPT or Lollapazoola the Threequel. Jonah Kagan wasn't at the ACPT. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I guess, I guess not. not. Yeah, Jonah. I'm not sure where he's from. He goes to college at Brown, and that's in Rhode Island, but I'm not sure where Jonah is from. Jonah, where are you from? Mike Nothnagel, where is Jonah from? Where's Mike Nothnagel been? I have no idea. He's busy making Nightmare on Elm Street Part 8, Return of the Priest. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're making a re... They're doing a remake of the whole thing. Are they really? Yes. So, with Mike as Jack Shea. Well, I mean, that was the pivotal role. Uh, yes, uh, but Jonah Kagan's one of our favorites. Rube Goldbergian machines. Yes. Uh, uh, Kazuki? <laughs> what is it? Ukulele? <laughs> What is Kazuki? <laughs> That's the first thing I could think Kazuki? of. Kazuki? Kazuki. What is that? It's like a kazoo and a bazooki. What is a bazooki? It's a bazooki. It's a it's a it's a Middle Eastern uh, stringed instrument. No. No, it's not. <laughs> sure it is. No, it's not. Sure it is. Oh dear, no, no. Uh, a bazooki is an instrument, though. No, it isn't. It is absolutely no. Kabuki is a kind of Japanese. No, kabuki theater. is a Japanese theater. But bazooki is an a bazooka is a gun or gum. <laughs> Just need to clarify that. Uh, why is there a baby in this room? I don't know. Okay, so Jonah, you're awesome, and thank you for writing. And good luck uh, in this in the coming quarter. Is it, are you already in school? What what's? What? I think it's semesters, and it's November. So yeah, I think he's already in school. <laughs> well, I hope you're doing well. I know it's been a while for you. But it has been quite a I while. I believe there are still people out there who measure their lives in semesters and vacations. <laughs> really? We're just not 
Not us. Not them. Not yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. Our next viewer mail is from Sammy the Dentist. Sammy the Dentist, who we have not heard from. But this is so like Sammy the Dentist. Sammy the he'll he'll not exist for months on end, right. and then he'll pop up, you know, like a like a broken whack-a-mole game and just sort of say something totally random and meaningless yes and he is let's such... see if today offers us the same pleasure he says gentlemen for your consideration look on the horizon i'm not doing it in the voice because i don't want people to be confused right this is not the real thunder round here he's giving me some options of what i can see on the horizon yeah the first one is a dundering god in search of a blunder Okay, that's fine. Interesting. <laughs> Number two, Morris the Cat, Q Meow Mix theme song, which I believe goes like Right? That's how it goes. Wow. Oh my god. Holy crap. What was that? It was a Meow Mix theme song. Oh my god. Was it not? It was. Oh dear God. Good, right? Totally did not expect that, did you? Oh, no. And that was like the most in tune you've ever sung. Really? Well, ever. I should, I should sing any, everything like a cat. You should always sing like a cat. <laughs> wow. Uh, number three. Uh, Sammy Sammy Chomp Chomp Chomp. That that I will not, probably won't be. No, no. Um, okay, we're not going to use that. And four, a hammer bazooki. I mean, I'm sorry, a hammer dulcimer. Cue dulcimer music. Yeah. The dulcimer is an instrument. That is actually an instrument. Uh, so one of these four things I will see on the horizon later today. Really? I'll leave the viewers to uh, wait in anticipation with bated breath as to which one of those four it will be. Okay. Our third viewer mail, <laughs> our third viewer mail comes to us from Matt Matera, Esquire. Mr. Simmet and Mr. Hecht, luckily for you, you are wrong. I am only a law student, not a lawyer, and thus not yet prepared to bring a lawsuit against you. In a year and a half, though, look out. I still want to listen to the rest of your shows and help tie up loose ends, but the non-crossword things in my life have proved more pressing recently, and I haven't had as much time as I would like. I will get there, though, and someday take a place in the Pantheon of Completists. Wow. The Pantheon of Completists. The pantheon. A pan it, maybe that's his suggestion for what we, how we refer to those who have listened to all the episodes. The Pantheon of Completists? The Pantheon of Completists. Will I, will I run into Stephen Grimaldi Grant outside of it? You might. I might. It's possible. He hasn't listened to all the episodes, though, so he would only be outside it. Yes. They, they would not allow him in to the Pantheon of Completists. <laughs> would, well, we would get in. Well, I would. I've listened you to You have them not all. listened to I every have. episode. No, there are episodes you have not listened that to. That is incredibly false. I talk to you about things that have happened on past episodes, and you either deny they ever happened or insist that they, they, I, that they never happen. Uh, our next and final viewer mail of the week. Is from Andrew Feist. Andrew Feist. Andrew Feist. 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 As to why the puzzled cabal has planted Kendoku on you, there are two obvious reasons. We asked, just, yeah. we asked last week uh, why we have Kendoku books. Yeah, we're, and we're giving them out as content. I would just like prizes. to ask you, do you know how many Kendoku books we had in this studio available last week as prizes? We had one. We stored them over there in that little shelf. Right. We had we had two. And how many do we have now? We have one. That's right. So you sent we one We have out. cut our Kendoku supply in half. Well, I still have two. I have cut my Kendoku, <laughs> Kendoku supply in half. So we asked our viewing public why we had these Kendoku books. Yeah. And Andrew Feist has come up with a reason. I think two reasons. Two reasons. Two obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, this did not happen in a previous episode. You read that about a minute ago. Did I? You can't remember that it's two. No, no, no. Okay. 
Uh, he says, naturally, the reasons are contradictory, so at least one of them is obviously wrong. Is this from... Uh, what's his name? Who's what's his name? <laughs> Who this time is what's his name? Oh, my God. Why could I remember anything today? Today? Uh, the guy who... Uh, they always 50% wrong. Thomas Heilman. Thomas Heilman. What is wrong with me? <laughs> Where do you want me to begin? Oh, my God. So, yes. What was I saying? Why oh, my God. <laughs> do I need to read this? No, no, you no. go meow in the corner. No, here I'll we read go. This. Uh, so, one of them is uh, obviously wrong. The first reason, if they can get you to start doing other types of puzzles, then maybe you won't embarrass crosswords or yourself by continuing to talk blog about them. That sounds fairly... Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? I, lucrative. <laughs> Sounds fairly lucrative to me. Uh, second, uh, second reason. Perhaps they have bought into their own hype and honestly believe that doing these types of puzzles will increase your brain power. Thus, they are generously enabling you to follow your own mo motto of be more smarter. However, generosity is not a trait often associated with cabals. So this second explanation seems implausible. Well, you know, these, these two situations do uh, contradict themselves, contradict each other. I did, I'm, not, I'm not aware of the puzzle cabal. No? No. Really? No. Lucky for you. <laughs> Lucky for you, my friend, because when the puzzle cabal wants you, there is no escape. Now, they, they foist puzzles on people? They feist puzzles. They feist? They, they, feist. they Andrew feist puzzles upon wow. you. Uh, so uh, these are both these are both two two good reasons, but they're not the correct reason. They're not the correct. They're not why we have Kendoku no. books available. No. So please continue to think of why we have them because we certainly would like to know. They do. Speaking no. of other puzzles, I was uh, looking at my uh, twits earlier today. Oh dear. Uh, Be more smarter. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, and. Uh, uh, Thomas uh, Frank, you are very stammery and mumbly, and just sort of like you, you groan randomly between words <laughs> to try to string it together as I if that makes God, it one coherent thought. I swear thought. to God, right uh, now my I cannot think. Uh, name. I cannot think of anybody's name in the history of the world. <laughs> I cannot. Who am I? Who 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 won the ACPT five years in a row? Tyler Hinman. Jeez. Insert kick-ass nickname Maybe it's just here. people who have, whose last name begins with H. Anyway, he 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 had a twit saying, uh, I'm 200 puzzles behind on Nikolai.com. Or maybe it was a Nikolai. So something started with an N. Yeah. So I thought, I thought oh, it's some sort of puzzle site. That sounds like fun. Uh -huh. So I loaded up on the thing. I, I can't even begin to see where the puzzles are. Yeah. Much, and there are all these... Grids with numbers and lines and diagonal sure. diagonality. Are, I think they're. I, I don't know You've the heard site of specifically, oh, you no, but I know that Tyler is big in the uh, National Puzzlers League. Yeah, the NPL, and they have a whole series of puzzles that they do in the National Puzzlers League uh, that, that they call flats. Right, these, flats. I know these word puzzles. Right, uh, and most of them go completely over my head. I am slowly trying to wrap my head around them and figure out how to do them. I want to get better at it, and I'm going to tell you a little more a little later on in this show why I think I may be more driven toward getting better at it. Uh, Interesting. But I, I think that there's a whole world of puzzling. There are. Far beyond crossword puzzles, and therefore far beyond you and me. <laughs> uh, I believe but maybe season a... three will be where we explore maybe. that. I, maybe. maybe. I think this was a Japanese website. Oh, that could be. That could be. And I think they were all number-based. Oh, okay. So they weren't word-based. Well, there's all those. There's a... Uh, um... Oh, what's the one that... Uh... Oh, shoot. Who are you, me? Yeah. It starts with a K. It's a number puzzle. Oh, Kakuro. That, uh, 
Kakuro? Is Kikuro. that the one that Alex Boisvert does, like, a weekly thing Yeah, about? Kakuro. Kakuro? I feel like it's not Kakuro. It's I feel something it's, else. It's something that sounds like It's something that. like that, but that isn't it. Mike <laughs> Nothnagel, what's the puzzle that Alex Boisvert does? But no, th- th- those have always been called Kakuro. Yeah, I know, but that's why there's another one that's out there that's not Kakuro. Because it's in those Dell puzzle books. Yeah. It's like a crossword puzzle, only it's with numbers. It's nothing like a crossword puzzle, except that it's a grid. Right. That's the only part of it that's like a crossword puzzle. Right. Yeah? And there's black squares. So... The game Battleship is like a crossword puzzle. There's, there's no black squares in Battleship. Oh, you sunk my 11-letter word would you for close up? Would you close up this half of the agenda, please? You were male. Closing it up. Now, you were away this week. I was. I was up in... Uh, I was at the Mohonk Resort. How was the Mohonk Resort? The Mohonk Resort. Is that M-O-H-O-N-K or U-N-K? O. Oh. M-O-H-O-N-K. Did yeah, you have it's a good in time? New Paltz, New York. You went up with Zop and Zom and I your wife. I went up with Zop, Zom, and my wife, Tony. We, the four of us went up there. This was a weekend event called the Wonderful World of Words. This year, it was the 28th year that this has happened. The second year that Will Shorts has hosted. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, has hosted it. Um, second year in a row? Second year, I think, in a row that he's hosted it. And it was terrific. It was a, it was a combination of things. I mean, there were puzzles to be done, and then there were also spe- uh, speakers and uh, talks given, and there were book signings, and then there was just general like life at a resort that involved good restaurants and good food and all of that. Sounds like fun. Um, one of the speakers was Dick Cavett. Really? Dick Cavett, great talk show host, Dick Cavett. Uh-huh. Uh, he was uh, quite entertaining. And in fact, uh, he... He imparted. He, he gave a whole speech about how to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Now I was hoping that he was going to impart his sort of like rules of how to have a conversation. Yes, and that I was going to try some of these techniques on you. Uh huh. But that isn't really how the speech went. Oh, Instead, okay. it was mostly stories about you know him with celebrities and whatnot. But apparently, in some interview that somebody had with him at one point, they asked him, you know, what are your rules of conversation? Mm-hmm. And he started just making stuff up. Making stuff up? Making stuff up <laughs> off the top of his head. And uh, the first rule he offered was, uh, try to have at least one language in common. <laughs> and I just thought that was great. So that's uh, I'm going to start with that. All right, that so if you good. and I, do we have one language in common? Well, hopefully. We have probably about 70% of English in common. Um, but not the same 70%. No. So he was very entertaining. And then there was a guy named John Langdon who uh, has designed... He designs ambigrams. That's uh-huh, his, uh, sure. that's like his big claim to fame now. These ambigrams that have been most notably noted, most seen, most and popular demons. angels and demons in both the movie and in the book. And uh, and an ambigram, of course, is a word designed in such a way that when you turn it upside down, it reads exactly the same way as it had. When or it was right a side word up. or a phrase. Or a phrase, yes. Or and some of them are not just right side up, upside down. Some of them you can turn ninety degrees and they still work. And so wow, on. that's pretty cool. Um, and some of them are quite like that. It was just a lot about using letters in different ways that can convey an idea or a concept, perhaps, through the way the letters are designed. Some of it was just really, really cool. He was fascinating. Uh, and uh, and, and then go- there were all these puzzles to be done. And there were some word games and whatnot that you submitted. And uh, Greg Pliska, who's one of the officers at the National Puzzlers League, hosted this uh, this thing called the, the Treasure Hunt, mm-hmm. the Mohonk Treasure Hunt. And it was just awesome. It was... It was 14 puzzles, 14 different kinds of puzzle, and uh, and each one, when you solved it, it told you where to go to find the next one, mm-hmm. and then you'd go somewhere else in the hotel and find the next one, and then that one, and so on and so forth. Then there were different kinds of puzzles, so there were some that were like word searches, and then there were some that were scramble up this, and then there was, like there was one where there was a, it, the, the, the instructions were list all the food, uh-huh. and 
there's a CD playing in the background and it's playing all these songs where food names have been bleeped out of the song. Uh-huh. And those were the foods that you wrote into this thing and then like all the highlighted letters told you where to go to get the next one. Oh, go to the swimming pool. And then hidden underneath the lounge chair was the next puzzle. And it, So it was just awesome. Sounds like fun. And then at the end of it, uh, you, you had to figure out something that involved all 14 of them to lead you to the one final answer that led you to the final puzzle, which was the solution of the whole event. And the team that won this, he did it in teams of four. And the team that won, it took them two hours and two minutes to do the whole thing. And how long did it take you? It took us, uh, my, it was me, Zop and Zom, and Tony. It took us like two and a half hours. Uh-huh. We finished fifth. Wow. Out of 25 teams that did it. That's not bad. We finished fifth. Uh, only 16 of the teams actually finished the whole thing. Uh, but we finished fifth, and then they gave a prize to the team that came in first, and they gave a prize to the team that was randomly drawn, uh-huh. and we were the team that was randomly drawn. Oh, my God. Drawn. So that was awesome. So we won some free books. and Awesome. And now we're famous. <laughs> They're going to be making a movie about us soon. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. So it was a good time. Uh, and was anybody else there that you knew? Um, no. Really? No. I knew Will Shorts, and I knew Greg Pliska. And that was it. And that was it. Did you hang out with Will at all? Not really. No, I mean, I saw him a few times. And, uh, you know, he hosted parts of the events. Um, He was not quite as omnipresent as he is at the ACPT Uh as far as kind of looming over absolutely everything that's happening. It's not really his event. It's not really his event. He was there to kind of manage the puzzle parts of things. But he, you know, he kind of farmed out the treasure hunt job to Greg Pliska, who just did a great a great job and that's what i was saying before about wanting to branch out beyond crosswords mm-hmm. is that this whole this treasure hunt thing and i think some you know in some ways on a much more difficult level what the npl is doing is is a lot of fun and it's just it's different kinds of brain challenges mm-hmm. and different kinds of games to play that i think can be a lot of fun if you understand how the hell they work well let's let's bring on a new puzzle next week something that's not a crossword that's that's not a crossword let's find a puzzle right. let's try to solve one and then let's talk about it next week all right so our next segment is called <laughs> the puzzle of the quarter month this week's puzzle of the quarter month comes to us from joe crozel rhymes with puzzle and it was his friday puzzle it was a saturday puzzle it was <laughs> <laughs> it was on Saturday the 14th you know, of November. You know why I thought it was a Friday puzzle? Why? Because it was so much easier than last Saturday's. It was also easier than Friday's of this It was week. easier than Friday's. Yeah. But it was so much easier than last Saturday's. It was. I did this one actually in the paper. Like, I did this one in, on, on newsprint in the actual paper. Did you paper. fold it over? I did. Wow. Yeah. Well, I was away this weekend, and I didn't have this puzzle uh-huh. readily available to me, and so I went down to the gift shop, and I bought a New York Times. You couldn't have just asked Will to get your copy? I could have, but I did not. Seems like... You think he had to do that? If he wanted a copy of it? To buy the New York Times? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Now, he probably could have brought one with him. He probably gets a discount anyway. You think? Don't you think? Anyway, the, the, the big feature in this puzzle was that there was a stack of four... 15-letter answers going across the middle. Yes. It was a 15 by 16 Oh, was grid. it 15 by 16? Yeah, yeah. In Didn't order to accommodate... That. Well, yeah, because to be symmetrical and you have four of something in the middle, it has to be an even number of rows. Is this a puzzle? No. Okay. Simple See, math. I don't, I don't think in those ways. So, uh, <laughs> anytime you find a crossword puzzle where the, either like the central entry, uh-huh. either across or down, is an even number of letters... Yes. And the puzzle is still symmetrical. Yes. That means that you have an even number of rows or columns. Interesting. Did because otherwise, that. how could how could you put an eight-letter word dead center in a grid? You can't without it being sixteen squares across right. or something like that. Because if you have, then you'd have e, you'd have odd numbers right. if it was a fifteen by fifteen. Yeah. 
not the way you said it didn't actually make sense because you made said, sense in my head. You have Eve, you have Odd, you have Tip, 15, 16. <laughs> uh, it makes sense to me. Uh, Heilman. <laughs> hey, you couldn't think of something. What couldn't I think of? I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. No. So this puzzle was fun. It was good. And and Joe actually went into some detail on our blog in the comments. Yeah, about... you should check out the comments. But but I, I knew, oddly, I just knew Moon over Parador immediately. Oh, really? It's just something that I know. It's I didn't know things. any of it immediately. I knew Moon over Parador. I didn't know any of it immediately, but I did eventually get there. Okay, so the the, the stack of four was uh, income statement, which was which was overhead shower or overhead shower, but I read it as overhead shower, of course. Yes, I did too. Moon over Parador, which was a, a Raúl Julia Richard Dreyfus movie, yeah. uh, Arrivederci Roma, and Mandarin Oranges. Yeah, that one I got right away. Mandarin Oranges. You got that right that away. I put right in. Really? Yep. That's well, because I, yeah, I've had Pomelos before that. Bump my microphone. I've had Pomelo. It was clued as Pomelo relative, right? And uh, I've had those before, so I knew that it was you know similar to a tangerine or something. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm looking at 15 letters across and what could fit here. And so I thought, I wonder if Mandarin oranges fits, and it did. I wasn't certain that it was right, but it fits. So I just put it in and started building wow, from there. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, that was actually one of the first things I put in was Mandarin oranges. Wow, I'm uh, very impressed. Yeah, you know why not? But it's a, it's a great it's a great now, uh, puzzle. How much computer involvement is there with a Joe Crozel design? I think there, according to his comments, I think there's... Based on his comments, it seems very, very little, if any. I, th- I, I, I gleaned something else from that. Oh, see, I gleaned that he might use his computer for word lists, but that he conceives of what goes where on his own. Joe Crozel, how do you conceive of these things? I mean, the way he was talking about coming up with the stack and then what would branch off into what, it didn't sound like that was a crossword compiler creation. It sounded like that was a... I guess He I was just, conceiving of the quad stack and then maybe I, I, using I, I, compiler and word lists right. to grow from it. I guess I just assumed that he was doing it in conjunction with uh, a program to help him go through these... To He's cycle probably through one things. of these people that's written his own software. Probably. To generate things. Probably. He wakes up in the morning and the computer says to him, Good morning, Joe. <laughs> what devious, terrorizing puzzle would you like to create today? I mean, he, he's stacked four 15s in a, 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 on top of each other. And I'm still trying to figure out how to get Rock Band drum set. Which is just one. Yeah. Stacked and, and it's not... Is that a 15 even? Yeah, it's a 15. Oh, it That's a 15. Yeah. You should start by designing a, uh, a 15 by 1 crossword <laughs> puzzle. And put Rock Band drum set uh-huh. in there. And then submit that. And then submit that. Now you have to. Do, you, you will have to come up with fifteen down clues, <laughs> each for the individual letters. That's true, right? So it would start with like you know, chemical symbol for radon. Uh, wow, that's <laughs> magazine by Miss Winf- Winfrey. Uh, okay, I, I don't Keep know. Going. First letter. Oh, oh, what's good enough for me? C? C is for cookie. It's good enough for me, right? Oh, C that... is for cookie. It's good. No, I guess it would cookie be... monster song. This, I don't know. This is for cookie. Oh, this is for cookie. That's better. Yeah, sure. So that's what you have to do. Fifteen down clues for each of the one letter. Entries. Special blank. Special blank. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to keep doing this? <laughs> yeah. First initial of my co-host's name. First initial of my co-host's name. Yeah, sure, see, that would work. Right. Uh, what I didn't get in calculus. There you go. See. Uh, exactly. The. The chemical symbol. No, we've already for done chemical nyarin? symbols. No. For what? Nyarin. Nyarin? Nyarin? You sure it's not nitrogen, which oh, is much more be. normal? <laughs> could be nitrogen. Let's move along, shall All we? All right. So uh, look for that puzzle in a newspaper near you. Yeah, like three days ago. Yes. Uh, last week's contest. Last week's contest. 
was brought to us by who? Todd whom? Gross. Whom? Todd Gross. But wait, what am I? What am I? What do I need to say there? Who or whom? The last uh, week's uh, contest was brought to us by whom? By whom? By whom? Yes. Okay. By whom? Uh, Todd Gross. Yes. Uh, the contest was there are two countries each eight letters long that when you adjoin them to make one 16 letter string of letters they contain an eight letter city if you were to travel between the two countries you would likely pass through this city what are the countries that's correct now the answers were <laughs> what that's correct. that's correct you read you read that accurately oh okay i'm giving you an a for reading <laughs> only over the last like 20 seconds well, that's though. good enough for me yeah uh no, no, no. C is good enough. For oh, you. C is good enough. For Damn me. it. Uh, so the answer was uh, Pakistan and Bulgaria. Pakistan and Bulgaria. Now, Bulgaria, of course, we know well as the home of Nikolai, not the puzzle competition, but the former beau <laughs> of one Andrea Carla Michaels. Does she have a nickname? Not yet. Uh, we anyhow, missed that earlier. We did, but we did it now. And anyway, if you if you uh, string those two countries together, Pakistan and Bulgaria, the eight-letter city hidden within Constantinople. Istanbul. No. Sorry. Istanbul. 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 Yeah. Istan. Uh, we'll reference that with our post-thunder noise. Oh, they might be giants? Oh, definitely. Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. It's an awesome song. It is an awesome song. Yeah. Um, I have a remix. Of They Might Be Giants, Istanbul? Yeah. It's, really? It's like 15 minutes long. We're not going to use that version. <laughs> we're definitely not. It's good, though. No, we're just going to use like a small 11-second cutting, which is what we usually do with yes. that. Yeah. About 11 seconds. Long enough. <laughs> Anyway, this week's uh, contest winner was chosen Sans Pickle. Now, see, I d- I'm Sans very pickle. upset about this. I understand, but you were sleeping this afternoon, and I had to pick a winner. And I didn't have the pickle handy, so I had to choose the winner without nonsense. the pickle. I... So I went to the internet, and I found a different form of yodeling, which is what we used to do anyhow with the later hosen and the strapping. I found, <laughs> I found different yodeling, <laughs> and we used different yodeling to select this week's winner. And, uh, but I was not part of this. You were not. Now, as a result, because you were not part of it, things are now kind of messed up, and I don't know what to do next, and we're going to need some help. Because this week's winner is Daniel Rosen. Loser. Oh my god. So I don't I don't know what to do now. Because Daniel Rosen now defies his nickname. Well, he is a fan of the Philadelphia Phillies. And they are losers. Won the World Series in two thousand eight. But they are losers now. So are the Dodgers. Ryan Hecht, loser. Well I where are your loyalties? Your loyalties Not with you. Uh, you know So fine. Daniel or anybody else who has a vested interest in this, what should we do about this? Daniel Rosen, loser. What do we do now? You've won a contest. I, I'm I, I'm stuck. I don't know where well, to go. I don't know which way to turn. I don't know which way is up. Somebody's going to have to figure it out. I think, Daniel Rosen, if you can come up with um, concrete evidence as to why and how Shane Victorino hacked our blog, then we can change your nickname. I think it would also be a fair thing to come up with concrete evidence that he did not hack our blog. Well, he certainly did, though. I understand that, but I think that if Daniel Rosen can present concrete... Maybe this was the lawsuit. This might maybe have been this the, was it. Maybe we were going to sue, yeah, we were gonna sue Shane Victorino and we Is needed Matt Patera to help us. I don't remember. I don't remember either. No. I think we need a tribunal. I don't listen to any previous episodes of this show. We, we need a tribunal. Uh... <clears throat> 
Should no? we go on to next week's contest? We need three bunals. Okay. One no. bunal will not be enough. No. Do we, do we want a quadribunal? No. That we would be want, four. No, we want a tribunal. Do we want to have a backup one in case one of the three goes down? Okay, maybe. An alternate. We should well, have an alternate. And one one alternate bunal. <laughs> okay. Do they get paid the same as the as the eighteen only if they have only if they have to step up and do the job of one All of right. the so uh, but they get some they get, at least get a free they get lunch. A small, they get a small stipend just to be on hand and then if they ever have to step in and serve as one of the three bunals, then they uh, then they get paid sort of a, a prorated a prorated weekly salary. Alright, so if you would like to be a bunal yeah. for our <laughs> our thing. I'm not even sure where this is going. <laughs> no. I don't know what the Please point is. Please write in and uh, tell us why and what your qualifications uh, are to be a bunal. Okay. We're going to move on to th- this coming week's contest. Now, Ryan, I think you should read the first sentence there, if you okay. would. The you sentence know, in quotes. Uh, after I read this, I actually have a, a experience with this person. Okay. Well, let's wait until after we've gone you, through you, the whole you, contest. You don't want to... Stop in the middle nope, of the contest. I don't. No, I really don't. Talk about a story. I really don't. Why? Just why, read the why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to do that? <laughs> why, that are seems, you, why are you hurting me? Seems, why? Why like, are you are hurting me with your mind? It seems like something. <laughs> you that... are hurting me with your words. <laughs> All right, here we go. The new contest. Ah, Charlize Theron should whistle "White Christmas" this Thursday. So this contest is stolen from this past weekend at the wonderful World of Words. Stolen. Yes, I'm a thief. This contest, it is a creative writing contest. The sentence that Ryan just read has the rare feature in that every word has the same second letter. In this case, H. Would you read the sentence again? Ah, Charlize Theron should whistle White Christmas this Thursday. Yes, so each word, second letter, is H. So the contest is... Come up with a piece of writing of your own that satisfies the same rule. Each word must have the same second letter, although you can select any letter. It does not have to be H. Your submission can be as long or as short as you'd like. You can write a story, a sentence, a poem, a song, anything, and pick any letter to be your second letter. But every word in the submission must be, must have that same second letter. And the longer it is, it will be more impressive. It will be more impressive. But we're, you know what? We're going to judge this on, on creativity, on humor, on, on merit? syntax. Merit. Merit on, on the smoothness and elegance of language. <laughs> and, uh, and if you'd like to submit more than once, you can. Yes. You could send in as many submissions as you'd like. Yes. Fantastic. Think that sounds good. What did you What did you write? I wrote three different things when I entered this contest. You want to week. save it for next week? Well, so. I didn't win. My my entries didn't win. I wrote one that was about how great Mohonk was. Uh-huh. The place was called the Mohonk Mountain House. Uh-huh. So all three of those had the oh, second so, letter. It so was O. So I went on start. like that. Right. And then I did one where the second letter was H, and it involved shorts, as in Will. Uh, and uh-huh. it was it was actually a very self referential one, saying you know choose this shorts, choose this. Uh, like as the winner uh-huh. of the contest, and then the third one was a dumb one about a a, we- uh, a wedding, and all of the horrible things that happened at this wedding. Interesting. It's just a little short story, but none of them won, alas. What did win? Uh, a different one that was all about the Mohonk Resort one, and it was really good. And then there was one somebody wrote like a rhyming couplets. Uh huh. It was fantastic. Wow. Was, I, I don't have them written out. They were just recited once, and I did not memorize. Them. So th- those are just some ideas. Uh, but yeah, but go on. And you know what? If you write something that's about this show, that would be fun. Yes. If you write something about yourself, that would be fun. Yes. If you write something about you know how great the Philadelphia Phillies are, that could be fun. That won't win though. Well, 
You never know. Uh, if it's really good, it might win. Uh, I don't think it will. No? By the way, Charlize Theron once tickled my stomach. All right. Wow, please go on about that for a moment. Would you? I, I was, uh, uh, many years ago, I used to do a lot of extra work. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was working on The Devil's Advocate. Yes. The Keanu Reeves, Charlize yes. Theron. And we were doing a scene that was in this dance club, and it was running really, 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 really late. And I was kind of falling asleep. This was before I used to stay up all night at a job. And I was kind of falling asleep, and Charlize Theron kind of came over to me, uh, tickled my stomach, and said uh, something like, we're almost done, or, or stay awake. I mean, after she tickled my stomach, I pretty much blacked out anyway. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't remember anything This after whole that. moment lasted about a second and a half, though, right? Yeah, just about. It's not like this wasn't a scene in the movie. No, 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 no. This was like this, between takes. This was between takes. Uh-huh. This was between takes. And was she doing this to everybody? Just no, tickling no, their stomachs? not that I, that, not that I could, I, I could glean. No, no, no. Glean? No. Glean? Yes, glean. I don't think glean. I think glean. I think glean works there. Remember gleam toothpaste? I think it's still a thing. Is it really? Yeah. Gleam? Yeah, gleam was made by Ipana. Was that the one that had like little sparkle crystals in it? Yeah, it had retsin. Was that <laughs> like certs? Yeah. <laughs> uh, look on the horizon. It's a dundering. No, I don't want to use that. No. <laughs> look on the horizon. It's a hammer dulce. Do we have dulcimer music? No, we're going to play They Might Be Giants. All right. Look on the horizon. Morris the cat. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Constantinople. No, you can't go back to Constantinople. Been a long time gone. Constantinople. Why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks. Istanbul. Monday, November 9th by Lynn Lempel. 57 across. Fill me in contest solution. Think Tank. Think Tank. The Think Tank was in the grid. It was clearly she stole it from us. Clearly, Lynn Lempel steals from our show. Lynn Lempel, thief. Tuesday, November tenth, by Alan Arbusfeld. Take the money and run. I love this movie. I never saw this movie. You have to see this movie. I don't see many movies. This is a great movie. This did you? Read? I saw Paranormal Activity. Is there anything sh- like that? I'm sure you did not read the blog. I blog. <laughs> They, is that short for blogosphere? In the movie, Blogosfler? in the movie, they interview. They, they what? Uh, last week, you tried to convince me that blog was short for blogosphere. Blogosphere. <laughs> they interview Woody Allen's old cello teacher, uh-huh. and the cello teacher says he had no conception of the instrument. He was blowing into it. <laughs> Wednesday, November eleventh, by Kelsey Blakely. Letter counts within words. Yeah, this was the one that had, like, Beer Brewer and oh, I yes, Didn't yes. Eat or something like... The so fifth, there was, like... The central clue was one, two, three, four. Right, and so there was, like, one of one letter, two of another letter, three of it. I totally confused. It was it was confusing. Like, thematically, I didn't get it at all. It was confusing while doing it, I yeah. thought, but then looking back, I appreciated the theme. So that's kind of appropriate for a Wednesday. Yes. Thursday, November 12th, by Brendan Emmett Quigley, Down Under, starring Tom Selleck. There were diamonds everywhere in this grid. Everywhere you look, diamonds, diamonds. I didn't really get it. No, I didn't. Get, I mean, it's what se- was the point? Yeah, I didn't. I it didn't seem like they were arranged in a proper in a way that meant anything. I have to say, Brendan Emmett Quigley is a genius. He Brendan is. Emmett Quigley comes up with fantastic puzzles. He does most of the time. And so, unfortunately, Brendan, you have set the bar really high for yourself, and I have to say, I expect more. 
I, I expect more. Yeah, I, like... I expect more. There are constructors from whom I don't expect much. And so when they come up with something, I'm like, eh, okay, fine. Yeah. Brendan, I, I, I don't know. I always expect a great puzzle. I felt that it was going to be some sort of secondary thing. Like, the diamonds in this shape mean something. Right. right. Like, there was going to be another level to it. Right. But no. No. And it also had ALR in the clue. Fr oh, I'm not Friday. You're no, Friday. No, you're, you're not Friday. Friday, November 13th by Dana Motley. Scuds. How close? Yes, yeah, What is that? Scuds? Scuds. Scud I, I just remember Scud missiles. That's the only Scuds yeah, I Yeah, the clue was something like moves quickly like as clouds. like clouds. Scuds. Yeah, scuds? I've scuds. never heard this before. No. Also, I was confused by Pima. 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 What was the clue? Pima. It was some Indian thing, some tribe thing. I thought it was Puma. I thought that made much more sense to be like some like wilderness-based something or other. Okay. Saturday, November 14th by Joe Krosel Rhymes with Puzzle. We, we, we talked about this already. Fantastic puzzle. We liked it so much, we are awarding it this week's Thor Hammer of the Week. Uh, Sunday, November 15th by... Can I tell you what one of my favorite things is about listening to old podcasts? Huh. Your pre-laugh wheeze. <laughs> that, that? That. I, that, I get a kick out of that I every a, time I hear it. I have it. a pre-laugh wheeze. I know you do. <laughs> Not everyone does, but you do. You like it? I do. I'm keeping it. Okay. Just well, you. you've done it so far. 80 <laughs> episodes worth. Well, I do it in real life. You never introduced today's show. Episode number 80. <laughs> Welcome to Fill Me In. Uh, Sunday, November 15th by Elizabeth C. Gorski. All about Johnny Mercer. Do you know all about Johnny Mercer? I don't know. Apparently, I don't know. I think I know his name. I guess I, I know less than I thought I did about Johnny Mercer. Well, I guess so. because He wrote a bunch of songs. I don't I don't know. He, yeah, he wrote uh, uh, Renegade. Okay. I'm trying to think of what was in the puzzle. Uh, I can't Great remember. Great Guns. I, what's that? Great, Great Guns. guns yeah. Jeepers Creepers. I guess. Did, where'd you get those peepers? Is that I, that I song? I think that's that song. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, and then, but then the the circle letters made a clef. They did. What type of clef was that? It was a G clef. Ryan. A G clef. Yes, a G clef. That's different from an F clef. It is quite different from an F clef. Is it? So it's a different shape than an totally F? different shape. What totally is, different function. Totally different function. Mm -hmm. It functions completely differently. Yes, it does. Really? Yes. The whole point of the clef. <laughs> the whole point of the clef, you understand, is to uh, is to identify which line or space on the musical staff is something that's right. 